Welcome to Jaguars Thursday. Former Jaguars Jeff Loggeman and Tony Baselli bring you expert insight and analysis of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Now to get things started, here's the host of Jaguars Thursday, J.P. Shadrick. Welcome in from TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville. Jaguars Central, this Jaguars Thursday. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Jeff Loggeman. State of the Franchise 2018 in the books. We'll recap it all coming up. And, uh, yeah, we'll hear from some Jags players as well. They are in the building this week. That story has been overshadowed a bit the last day Oh, they day were? I didn't, so. know they were <laughs> I didn't even know they were in town. They're around, yes. We'll hear all from I keep some of hearing guys. about is uh, parking lot J. We'll go around the Where National. Where are we going to park at? National I don't know. I thought about league. that. Am I have to walk further? I need a cart to pick me you up. You don't get your own private parking spot when you get your name on stadium? Nope. I park in J with you. Hmm. Um, That's a lot closer, I think though. you need to write somebody a letter on that. I mean, if you've got your name on the I'll stadium, work on that. You know? is, uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, is, He's going to come right in the loading dock and right here by the field. Why not? That'd be perfect. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? What about, um, is it TIAA Bank TIAA now? Is Bank it official? Stadium. Well, they announced it today. Did you not watch the state of the franchise? What I was there, JP, but when is it? Like, When do we start when referring they, to that? When they, they said officially it? in June. I think in June. So my point is it's still Everbank until June, so you just screwed up the open of the show is my whole point. I'm trying to help our sponsor out, man. I mean, what is that? No, they're still the Everbank. TIA Bank. No, they're Stadium. not yet. No. Field. They're still Everbank until June. <laughs> June. In June. Okay. You're an idiot. <laughs> All right. What is this? April? Yeah. Okay. It's a couple months ago. So well, let's start the show over. Let's of, open it up again. From Everbank Field, Jacksonville, Jags Central, it's Jaguars Thursday. Right. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Jeff Lagerman. Better. The, one of those announcements today was the upcoming name change, though. TIA yes. Bank Stadium. In June. Oh, that's coming up in June, yes. <laughs> the renderings of the sports complex, uh, what the, the Jags in the city hope to get done here. Uh, those are the first time those have been public. That was interesting to see. You guys just mentioned that, the, uh, the Lot J and yeah, well, that, I, But it's I, more than just Lot J. It well, no, like I mean, a I, whole I, lot. I, well, I, wait I was kind of confused, and you guys got to kind of help me out here because the last time that, that I saw a rendering, it was more – the riverfront. Yes, that's changed a bit. They and, moved it. And so that it's and it went all the way up towards, you know, the where shipyards. Yeah. And then they've changed that, it to that, more towards Memorial there. Park. Okay. They're kind of shifting it for I think I I don't know the exact like environmental or I something. remember the shipyards cleanup was supposed to be substantial. I think that's part of the reason okay. I think they're gonna make that a park from what my looking at the renderings, that's what it looks like. And the message I got from it was for anything to happen on the waterfront, there still has to the overpass still has to be taken down, which is a federal and state issue and DOT and a lot of stuff. And so they're saying, here's what it could possibly look like one day once that's approved on the riverfront. But we're for the first time letting everyone know we're focused on Lot J because we can control that now. Yep. The same reason the amphitheater Daly's place shifted from being on the river initially in the renderings. But then, again, when that overpass, there's political and governmental issues to get through to take that down. And that's why they shifted it two years ago and said, let's take care of what we know we can control. And that's on the footprint of the current stadium. That's why Daly's Place is where it is. And that's why I think Lot J is going to be the focus in the near term. And I think the renderings on the riverfront are, are what possibly could happen, sure. but very you never know what could happen. Yeah, that. very down the road. Uh, a lot of th- some hoops have to be jumped through before you get there. Hoops before even phase one, and there'll be multiple phases of the construction. Uh, we're sitting here with a brand new helmet on the desk here. It looks old in the Jaguars. dot com studios. What we wore. Yeah, there it is. What do you think yeah. of the new uniforms, guys? I, I, I like it. Uh, classic. I, I, 
like I said with you guys before, I, I was more uh, leaning towards a flat black. But, I mean, I, look, I like it. It's classic looking. I love how the uniform's kind of simplified. I like it. I like the teal pants. Look kind of kind of a cool color rush kind of look to it. You don't have teal pants, right? No, no, no nobody ever had. I think Brian mm. said today during the presentation, we had, we had white pants and white tops, teal tops. Yeah, that was it. We had no black even. Yeah, my favorite's the all white personally, but I think I think they all I get the clean look. I think the I think I actually that's not. I like three, the, the three all <laughs> colors, so all white, all teal. All I like black. all black, and all then I like the, the all look good. I like all that, and then I like the teal pants with the white jerseys or the teal jerseys with white pants. I think my least favorite is the teal jersey black pants. I'm with you. Yeah, that doesn't cut, cut, doesn't, doesn't flow. But uh, the I one thing I like about fashion experts, you hear my say. Yeah, I mean, this yeah, is just I'll personal just... test. The one thing I like about all the color combinations and everything, I like the simplicity of it. Uh, my favorite college jerseys are the colleges that haven't gone to all these freaky different things like Alabama, yeah. uh, Penn State. Yeah. Those are my favorites. They're basic. It's traditional. I think that's what Tom said basically in his statements. It's uh, iconic. Uh, it's an iconic feel. I like the simplicity uh, of what they've done with the jerseys, and I like the helmet too. That looks good. I I, I was coping that, uh, or the one thing that I did like was kind of the rebrand a few years back was the, the Jags logo. Oh, the little the shield yeah, thing. I, I, I like yeah. that, and that's kind of been phased out. Maybe it's still going to be available, you know, with some apparel mm-hmm. uh, that the it, team won't wear. Maybe fan apparel will can, have that. And we're showing the, we're showing the jerseys on uh, Jaguars.com. Is that teal more of a blue teal than the old? It's a different teal, Seems too. Like it. it might just be the, the view on here. I'm not sure. I don't think they would change the color. Well, it? I'm looking at Joe's teal. And I'm looking at that teal. It's different. And it's a different teal. Well. Right? Well, well, I mean, that looks like it was blue to me. Whatever it is, it... Uh, is that more blue than that picture right there? Think, yeah, it's a little different. Well, again, I'm not a fashion expert or a color expert. It's almost a little more pastel. Joe Fortune. A little what? Pastel, he says. Okay. I don't know. I like them. I think they're here's, here's the one, one telling me about different kinds of paint a couple of weeks well, ago. Here, you should know this. Here's well, I mean, I know about the paint, but the one thing I, I do like, and from a broadcaster standpoint, the numbers me, are the numbers. so easy. Yeah, then I like the numbers because they're easy to distinguish and to pinpoint. I know that uh, I think it's uh, twelve inch numbers on the front, fourteen inches on the back, or whatever it is going to be, uh, and they don't have any background trim to the numbers, so it's. White on black, or you know, black on white, you know, whatever it's going to be, and I, I like that. So I'm holding this teal shoe. Is this teal <laughs> different than the teal we're seeing on the screen? I, I it don't looks know. a little different to me. Yeah, not sure. I'm not a teal expert. I'm not either. Me either. Oh, you were the team teal commissioner, right? Yeah, you should be. Maybe not. Maybe you're not, not anymore. No. You, didn't you hear that that was a program that was canceled? Yes, I did hear about that. We talked about that today <laughs> a little did, bit. Yeah, I think you <laughs> <laughs> didn't get very favorable reviews no, from the president. Well, what uh, the heck were you doing? I don't know. <laughs> I, guess I got fired. <laughs> you got to run out of there. Run out of town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, he, when, when Mark Lambie brought that up, I started putting my head down, hiding and kind, of, <laughs> kind of down the program. I was going, "Geez, man, I'm glad I'm not Baselli right now." <laughs> That was some good news today during the presentation by Mark Clamping was the seat, the new season ticket members that are coming in this year. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for all your hard work. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Tony. It was stupid, though. <laughs> 
7,500. 7,500 new season gonna, ticket members. We're going to take that portion out of history. <laughs> just, just forget about this year. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well. Oh, well. No, well I, actually, I understood what he was saying. Because what, it skewed the results. No, it's, it, what, it, what it was a reference to is it was a different time. It was actually even before Shot owned the team, and it was when there was like 30,000 people coming to the games, and it, every game was blacked out. And the initiative was, and they discounted tickets to do it, and discounted them if you had if you bought multiple years and three year packages and stuff like that. And and Mark was referring to it uh, incorrectly. It skewed and lowered our average ticket price compared to our league. And one of the goals is to get back up to where we're you know near where the rest of the league is as far as average ticket price. Uh, and that was the point. And he's right. I mean, the, back then, the initiative was it was a very uh, different time in this franchise at that point. And, but let me, but and the goal was different at the time. Let me just ask. ask you all right, Logs? i got to ask a question. <laughs> because it was he, also, he enjoyed me getting uh, buried. <laughs> it was brought up today, and, and that the tactic of arm twisting was used. Did you, did you twist arms? <laughs> I, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just I had to get yeah. grief on that. Just I mean, when he when he said that, I was like, "Ooh, tonight I can't wait." <laughs> um, there, there, there was a different. I mean, if you remember back then, I mean, this is I mean, me twist an arm or twist it in a different way. Uh, because I think we forget. I mean, that was that was back when. Every other week was a story that this team was moving to Los Angeles. What year yeah. is this again? Just uh, to refresh. 2012, yeah, 12. 11, 12. Okay. Um, I mean, this was every day. I mean, the national media, the story was this team was leaving because of lack of fan support. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and if you remember back in that, those days, I mean, the stadium was half full. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was empty. I mean, your, your efforts, you were Savannah, Tallahassee, oh, so, I mean, everywhere. The position that – and it was, I think it was two years before uh, Shaw became the owner, was like if this team doesn't start selling tickets and the fans don't start supporting it, it wasn't a, you know, like a veiled threat. It was like, I mean, I think everybody in this building, Jeff, you were here, was pretty much figuring we might be going to L.A. Yeah. You know, something something had to change. And it had to change. Yeah. And so – I mean, the part was the part of the message back then to Mark's point of twisting arms. I mean, the message was like, "Listen, we need to support this team, otherwise, you know, it might not be here." Um, so, I guess say, "Uncle, buy some tickets." I wouldn't go that. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But it was, uh, yeah. But I knew I was going to hear about that as soon as when as Mark was talking up there. I was like, huh. It's not going to be good for me tonight. It's not going to be good for me tonight. Hey, we're going to come back and get into some of the other presentations today, including the end zone decks. They're changing a little bit inside. Everbank Field. By the way, a a source says June 4th the name change becomes official. A a source. June 4th. Oh, you got a big source. I got a source. Okay. I got sources. I think he sits in the booth and sits on the road. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. Possible. Check out Jack Hedania's Audi Jacksonville on Blanding. You can lease a beautiful new A3 from just $229 a month. Head over today for details. It's Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. I've always believed the Jaguars are really, it's the power of Jacksonville uh, to develop if it's obviously a football team, but it can be a civic asset economically and otherwise. 
you know, the area we're sitting in has had some challenges, uh, ecologically or otherwise, and, you know, the city and the state obviously are helping us. And in the meantime, things we can do. For example, last year opening up uh, the amphitheater and the indoor facility. Uh, but um, I think, you know, we have a vision. We have partners now uh, to really make it a reality and be something iconic, I think, uh, globally that will reinvigorate the city. I, uh, and I think number one thing for us is you want to have entertainment, you want to have people live there, but you got to have jobs. And we're really focused on getting people uh, to come and work in the area and not be where, you know, uh, you have people coming in and out. So this, our goal is to permanently change this part of town in a good way. There's Shad Khan, Jaguars owner. After the state of the franchise today, the archive of the broadcast available on jaguars.com. Get ready for the Jags uniform launch and draft party Thursday, April 26th. A week from tonight at Daly's Place, see the Jags wearing the new uniforms. And you can purchase yours at the Jags Pro Shop that night. Gates open at 6.30, uniform launch at 7.15, draft coverage starts at 8. And you can register for free tickets, jaguars.com slash draftparty18. We'll can have you, our show you, from out there next week. Can you go over the radio schedule for us? Because I'm still confused what yeah. my responsibilities are that night. Six o'clock, Jaguars Thursday, as normal. Okay. and then Six to nine, seven? Nine, yes, one, okay. one hour. And then nine o'clock, I believe, is the draft special on 1010XL. Joe Fortunato. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Nine until... Until whenever, until okay. it's over. Yeah, cool. So if we go nine. To and, if, and if the Jaguars trade up, we're gonna we're gonna be on there early. We will come on early. Okay, yes. so and if we'll leave trade early? up to number three. Because you'll all be around if you Rock trade up. The boom here we're we'll on. be ready to roll. Your, your dedication is just no. I'm just goes trying to figure out. Saying. So you got something to do? You got a dinner no, date? No. Do I need? If I'm gonna if if we have a late night, do I need to go take a nap during the day? If we're gonna be here at one a.m. Yes, well, that's fine. I'm all for we're it. We're drafting twenty nine. I don't know if you heard about this. I, I don't see us being here till one o'clock. Okay. Okay. I'm just asking. That's all I'm asking. I, I'm. I, listen. I never have left early for the draft. I don't plan on leaving early. I'm just trying to get understanding of what. When my wife asked me, "What's the plan? When are you going to be home?" I can say I'll be home at two a.m. We, we should be picking around eleven o'clock. That's all I'm asking, Joe. Don't be a jerk. So the. It's been a rough day for me. God, yeah. people attack me. Yeah, they're all right. over. Did you get a haircut today? Yeah, I did. Uh, God, I'm glad you one. did because you were looking pretty rough <laughs> earlier. Today. Yeah, sloppy. By the way, some of the announcements today, some <laughs> changes bad. for the end zone decks here at Everbank Field, soon to be TIAA. Uh, dog park. Field. Yes, a dog park is coming. Pet Paradise in the south end zone. They're going to add a, another water feature to Everbank Field for the dogs. Uh, not a lot of details yet on how to get involved Are we able in this, to, but they'll come out soon. Is that for human swimming or dog swimming? Dog swimming, allegedly. What so, if you had a cat? <laughs> that's probably not good for the cat. Cats are only allowed on the field. Are, are cats allowed oh. in the dog park? Uh, at their own risk. Curious. They have to sign a liability waiver and everything mm. to go in. Uh, on the other end, grunt style. We'll have camp grunt style on the north end. I like that. that looks, I cool. like the. Uh, I like that logo. I gotta get mm. me some gear. Yeah, me too. Where do you get that gear? Gruntstyle.com. Is it only online? They yeah. have not, not in stores or something. I think there's. I they're around. They're, they're I need to do new. some research. I like that logo. It's a good logo. It's a cool logo. Yeah. That was. I, I thought that was. Uh, I don't have a dog, so. Um, I mean, Fernando Alcasarua, the CEO, is a friend, great business, great uh, uh, local Jacksonville business. They've expanded, obviously, further than that. Really excited that they're partners. But I don't have a dog, so I'm not going to take advantage of the dog uh, 
dog park in the south end zone, but uh, I'm going to take advantage of getting some of that gear, that grunt mm-hmm. style gear, because that is uh, cool stuff. Guy well, started the company with $1,200 in his own pocket and yeah, made a bunch it, of shirts, sold them out of his car story. and everything. I mean, it's yeah. a great it's, story. So it's, it's, it's obviously a large company now. It's right? getting, they have 500 employees now. Yeah. I mean, think yeah. about, I mean, like the story that, uh, you know, that we probably are very familiar Under with. Armor. Under Armour. You know, with, with those guys, you know, same thing, kind of out of the trunk of their car. You know, so uh, kudos to them. I mean, dedication, hard work, and a commitment, cool, and cool a belief. concept. Yeah, so check out all the renderings for those on, on Jaguars.com in the archive of the state of the franchise yep. as well. So uh, that's, that's, how about the concert, Kevin? Leonard Skinner. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, but whoa, before whoa, you go whoa. there, you passed up some of the whoa. other things that are going to be, that new, have already been done. New uh, seating in the south end zone. Exactly. Some new okay. upscale seating that, by the way, they already sold them out. Yes. Uh, that's pretty cool. Where's that going to be? Is it down um, on the field? Or I think it's that, right down on the field level. Kind of that, near that big tunnel the, in the end zone down there. Yeah. The big so, south uh, end tunnel. So that, that's yes. pretty cool. Yes. Oh, uh, the concession prices are concession for the prices five, five for five. The classics. Five for five. Pretty much. Five classics for five dollars. Nachos. Nachos, hot dog, nachos, drink, fries, fries pretzel. pretzel. You should be a marketing guy, Tony. With that, five. Get off I think five that's taken. Five. I think it's taken though. No. I think somebody I took. Or you can buy five of the same thing as twenty five bucks. So you didn't know that, did you? I did. I took okay. me. I don't have enough. I didn't take you my shoes Alabama. off. Account. Okay, just make sure you understand. You Alabama. That. Take my yeah. shoes off. So that those are some of the other changes mm-hmm. today. Fan experience.
Jags and Skinner, come on. So, <laughs> and I'm, I've lived here in Jacksonville my whole life. And i, I got to tell you, I'm so proud of the coaches, the team. You know what? I, tra- well, I travel all over. And Doug, I met Doug early, and he goes, hey, you need to get down to some games. I said, we're always playing, so I have to watch it, you know, on TV during the day. And uh, Tom, it's good to see you back with the team. And, again, it's our pleasure. We're going to rock the house here. That's Johnny Van Zant. Lead vocalist for Leonard Skinner at the State of the Franchise earlier today. Jaguars Thursday rolls along. Skinner, Kid Rock, Jason Aldean coming Labor Day weekend. Yeah, very cool, and uh, they did a great job. You know, th- th- those guys didn't have a prepared speech. You, you know, think? I mean, I mean really? it, it was awesome. What was your first clue? Hey, by the way, uh, yes, I, I want to go back early in the week okay. because uh, I don't want people to forget about this because I know today was a big day with all the State of the Franchise stuff. I thought I thought Monday was a really really cool classy event for one of the classiest guys that ever donned a Jaguars uniform. Tell tell us that because I was out of town, so I wasn't able to be there. Well, tell the people and me. I'm, well, how, of course, of course I know he, 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 he retired, but what, what did they do? How they well, structure it? It started out with Telvin Smith basically doing the introduction, and it was very emotional for Telvin. I mean, he. Uh, and, but he did a great job. He lost it in the first sentence. Yeah, and never got. He tried the whole way through. But he, six minutes long. But he spoke from the heart. Fantastic. And, and he and he talked about how uh, important that Paul was to him, what he meant to him personally, what he meant to him professionally, uh, what he's going to miss about him, uh, what a pro he was, and and Paul got up there and, and thank God that Paul didn't you know get teary-eyed too because i mean telvin already got me a little teary-eyed you know listening to all that but it was he did a great job very respectful very complimentary of Paz. and then when Paz got up there i think Paz did a great job of really explaining why that he did it uh, and then also was very thankful to everybody in the organization that helped him along the way and, and i think that that was and he used the word servant many times and because, you know, a, a player can only do so much by himself. You know, and he complimented uh, the video guys, the trainers, the strength and conditioning staff, the coaches. Jim Scott, the ticket guy. Jim Scott, the out. ticket guy. He yeah. said, look, you know, you're always there for us and help take care of – you know, and, and th- that's just the kind of – I mean, he's the ultimate pro. And, and I think Monday just further confirmed that, you know, having guys like that, that grow your next generation of, of players that are in your locker room are so important. And so I hope that Miles Jack and Telvin Smith can, you know, become the type of pro that Paz was, and then eventually they can pass that down to the next generation of Jaguars player because that's what it's all about when you're building, you know, a sustainable winning organization. You have to have quality people like Paul Pazlesny and uh, congratulations to him, and I, I said it to him afterwards. He simply was an absolute joy to watch, a joy to cover, and he's one of the best, one of the best that's ever wore teal. No doubt about that. I mean, yeah, nothing else that I can say. I was, I'm upset. I was sad that he was leaving um, as a player because um, what he meant to this organization and how he handled himself, and uh, always loved seeing him around the building and on the road, and and uh, he'll be missed. So pretty, I mean, pretty cool too. At the end, he. Uh, you know, they asked him what's next, and he said grad school. He's going to try grad school for about a year and a half, I think is what he said. What's he going to study? 
Uh, you know, with, uh, I don't know. He, he was didn't talking say about business or yeah. yeah I mean, there's he, a he couple of options. What would you study if you went back to uh, business? Uh, or aviation uh, was the other one he said. Yeah, yeah and, and, right. and so and then he said that. What after would that, you study if you went back to school? Because you're limited. I know that. Oh, thanks, Tony. I'm limited, huh? Why am I limited? Well, I mean, because you can't do math. Okay. I mean, you're not overly smart. Oh, okay. All right, to get back to pause here, because <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah, are please. like sidetracked. <laughs> he was asking what you would do. Personal I attacks. I do a lot of things. An interesting comment that he had that he said he's going to be calling Todd Walsh up in a couple of years because he wants to be a coach. He's I mean, he's, gonna... he's, he's always said that he wants to be a coach. So uh, pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, look, we, it's hard. You know what? If he wants to coach, I recommend doing it sooner than later because if you get out, it's hard to get back in after a while. Yeah, and one thing is a lot of guys that, I mean. With a, with a guy like that, though, wouldn't you want to have a guy like that oh, no, in your organization, we, you know, in some capacity as in absolutely, coaching? Absolutely. But I'm just, my point is saying it's, it's there's a lot of guys who want to do it, and the way, longer you wait, the list gets longer. I mean, your right. greatest opportunity is right when you're done. I'm right. not suggesting you do that. Yeah. I'm just saying, if that's what he wants to do, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't need to wait three or four or five. That's years. my point. Yeah. And and listen, I I mean, take a year to figure out what you want to do. I think mm-hmm. that's. I wasn't there to listen to everything. Like I said, I was out of town. But based on what you're saying, Jeff, it sounds like he has a couple ideas what he'd like to do. But he wants to kind of feel it out and you know take a deep breath and figure out what it is. I thought it was interesting in that he said that you know, you know, trying to find something to replace professional Can't. football, he said, is going to be the hardest thing. And I wanted to it's tell impossible. him that. You know, that you're, you're never going to find something to replace that. It's just it's not possible. You know, there's nothing that you can replace the camaraderie, you know, the challenge the that you The feeling you walk on the field. Oh, the euphoria, the the The, the nerves. The, the disappointment. The, the anxiety. I mean, yeah. I mean, all, every, all the butterflies. I mean, just the whole feeling. All positive and negative yeah. feelings. I mean, you just you can't get that anywhere else. You can, I mean, in business, the most you alive can't. you feel. It's crazy. But but it's but there's What's it, what are you laughing about? Other no, feelings that are it's good. It's interesting to hear you guys say that. No, but I mean that's that, I mean, even now you don't you don't lose that. No, I mean that's you the know? one thing. I mean I think me and Tony both. You know I mean how well, he's what well, you're in your forties now. Forty six. Okay, I said you I'm just 50. had your birthday. Didn't JP, thank you Happy for the birthday belated. wishes. Happy belated. Yeah. Uh, Joe didn't wish me anything. Your and, birthday? And you didn't. I did. Didn't I? No, it was I Tuesday. Well, happy birthday. Thanks. But uh, you're, I think you're probably having surgery. So I I forgive you for your. Joe, you have no excuse. You're a loser. Um, Hollywood, don't ever talk to me again. I don't um, like you. I know that. Um, Your birthday was when? Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I got an excuse, man. I was, yeah, you're yeah, you're done. done. You were good. Yeah, you were fine. I'm not yeah. mad. J- JP was uh, very kind to wish me a happy birthday. Tuesday was kind and of And I repay him with uh, calling him dumb <laughs> and insulting and, me. And on insulting him. So that's you know, thing. it happens. So maybe you shouldn't wish me a happy birthday. Yeah, I'm not. You know what? That's okay. <laughs> hey, so the next day. But to your point, at 46, still have the. Yeah. No, um, you still got the urge. Yeah, you know. I mean, being, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, game day broadcast booth, you know, we're there, you know, hands on our hearts, standing up for the national anthem. And you just got that, you, you got it, you know, because that was, you know, when you had, when that moment happened, you knew what was next. And what was next was, was intensity and competition and a, and a burning desire to succeed and to win. Three hours you can't find anywhere else. But in, in the, no. you still feel that, that little twitch. You still got it. I mean, even, even today. You're like, God, can I just – to be able to go back and do that one more time. Yeah, like watching those videos, you know? the highlights today. It's like, oh, yeah. It's awesome stuff. How, how many surgeries is this for you, by the way? I, I mean, I don't know. 55. Baker's dozen? Uh, no, more than that. What's a Baker's dozen? 13. 13. Yeah, that's about that. Yeah, that's about that. As far as procedures go, yeah. The shoulders are yeah. doing good. Yeah. Hey. Fix me up again, Kaplan, J-O-I. <laughs> there you go. 
Fix the left shoulder. That one's money. Now the right shoulder will be money in six months. So uh, you should start bench pressing every day. <laughs> I may never bench press again. You probably yeah, should. Just because, why would you? Yeah. Why? Well, that's my point. Yes. I go, I go on the road with you as you're laying doing. I'm like, you know, Not your, anymore. your shoulders don't work very well. <laughs> Those what days are, are long gone now. Uh, so Monday was reporting day. The Puzlesny press conference Tuesday. Who, can you tell us who wasn't here? Because I asked that question, you didn't answer. The, no. Oh. We're not Doug Marone didn't want to go there oh, okay. and talk about attendance. That Perfect. was going to be my next thing. The, the uh, Jags spoke with the media. A couple of Jaguars spoke <laughs> with the media on Tuesday, including Doug Marone, who wants to set the tone for this offseason very early. Let's be where our butt is. In other words, meaning that, you know, let's be in this moment right now. I think that when you, you know, you're, you're grabbing towards this future and you're looking beyond, you're going to miss all the small things that you need to build a foundation. Uh, this isn't any different than what I, I talked about uh, last year. So basically, you know, I'm talking to the players about, you know, this is what we need to do. This is our phase one goal. This is what we need to get done. And then when we get to phase two, it's phase two, phase three, phase three, you know, and, and build those type of goals. The, uh, the idea there is that we're not looking towards the training camp yet or what's going to happen on the field and OTAs. Let's just worry about strength and conditioning. This is what we're doing right now. And build the foundation again. And that's what, uh, that's what he said last year well, as well, but he's going to keep the same message this year. Here's the reality. The, the foundation has already started. You know, I mean, the, the players didn't go and sit on their rear ends. Some did. Okay, since the Patriots game and do nothing. I mean, a lot of these guys have been actively working out. In fact, <clears throat> I don't know about you, Tony, but in the months of February and March was usually when you got your, probably your strongest. Or, or got really your your base strength level. But it was back. different. It was different for us, though, Jeff. You got to remember, we started in March. We did, and so we I, I typically would take because uh, I would work out up until the first week of February because it, it was the uh, uh, Pro, Pro Bowl. Bowl, or if I had surgery, you'd rehab at that time. But so then those like four weeks that you had five weeks that you had off, technically, I actually played basketball to keep some cardio mm-hmm. and some very light lifting. Yeah. Cause Cause I, did, you, you, I did a little uh, different. I did more more heavier lifting and not a lot of cardio. I, I mean, when I say cardio, not running sprints, but I love basketball, so we'd go play basketball. Well, here, here's the difference. He was 320 pounds <laughs> naturally. Okay, I was like 225 right. naturally, so <laughs> I had to hit had the weight to. room, you know, yeah. and get after it. Had but you, you, it you don't want to ever get out of shape, I think is the point. No. And so whether you uh, – and uh, you know, everyone's body's different. Some guys take some time off from the heavy weights, and that's fine. Uh, other guys don't, but you, the one thing you don't want to do is get out of shape, especially the older you get, you can't because it's so hard to get back into shape. Heard from Blake Bortles on Tuesday as well, Jaguars quarterback, just signed a new contract here for three more years. It's a new level here in Jacksonville for number five. The bar has been raised. You know, the expectations are different. Um, coming in years past, you know, even coming into last year after the previous year, we won uh, three games or whatever we won, you know, with, with Coughlin and Coach Marone coming in. You know, the expectations had changed, but it was kind of like, you know, we still just won three games last year. Like, how good can we possibly be? And to be able to go through the season that we went through last year, um, the camp that we went through, and, and you know, kind of see everything that happened, I think um, I think guys are coming back this year with a totally different attitude and kind of a, uh, uh, you know, a hunger to, to, to reach that final game and go There's win it. Blake Bortles, your quarterback. Yes. Uh, Jaguars.com, Max, right? The video you just popped up there. Can you get the one of, of Chris? I believe it's Chris Reed. He just showed it. it's four. It's four thirty-five on the on the bar. Got like four hundred thirty-five <laughs> pounds on the squat rack. Okay, 
and he's repping it out like you know, like JP, you had your like you backpack eat donuts. on. Like you eat donuts. Like you got a backpack on your back. I mean, he's, that's how quick he's doing it. As yeah. fast as you eat those Good donuts Lord. in the morning. Some pretty strong dudes there now. How, what would happen to you right now, Jeff, if you put four thirty-five on your shoulders uh, on your back and tried to squat? Uh, dial nine one one. Dial nine one and wait. <laughs> the, that's what we're I doing. honestly I, get ready. I think I could get it on my back, but as soon as I unlocked my knees, Done. I, they just keep Boom. going right to, right to the ground. Hope you got a safety bars to Oof. catch it for you. I hope Went so. All the way down. Oh, break me in half. Jaguars defense last year had a banner season. A number of players all pro, a number of players going to the Pro Bowl. Calais Campbell was one of those, and you got to start from the bottom again. I mean, uh, you know, in the NFL, it's a lot of turnover every year. You know, uh, and uh, this year, obviously, we had some turnover, but for the most part, you know, we're bringing a lot of people back. And, you know, uh, the coaching staff staying the same is, is, is crucial, you know, because uh, now we have some continuity. And uh, that's always good to have, you know, going into a new year. But uh, we still have to start back from ground zero and kind of, you know, uh, develop it again, you know, build that chemistry. You have to start back at ground zero and then build. You know, hopefully we can get further along uh, by the time the season starts than we were last year. But uh, you definitely have to start back at, at zero, regroup, and then kind of just take it one day at a time. Uh, but hopefully, you know, with our leadership and, uh, and a lot of guys returning, you know, knowing the system, being familiar with everything, you know, hopefully it goes a little faster and we'll be further along. Uh, Clayus has a little perspective on this because he was on some good teams in, in Arizona and on some teams that didn't really live up to expectations in Arizona after a good season. So you've got to kind of reset things. You still have a lot of the same personnel, most of the same personnel, coaching staff here, as he said. So it should be a little easier maybe to set that, right? You, well, I think the biggest thing is you don't want it to have happen what happened to the Giants this past year. Right, I mean, what two years ago they had these eleven big and five free agent signings, eleven and five, really good football team, and then this year they came out and second worst record, in the crapped NFL. in the bed, you know, and and coach got fired, GM got fired, and you know, new GM, uh, new coach. I mean, so uh, you, you got to put in the work. You just you never assume that you're going to pick up where you left off. But at the same token, you know, I, like Tony and I go back to to ninety five and then ninety six particularly because when we we had success in 96. When we came back, you know, in the offseason to begin the 97 season, we had a confidence about us, you know. So there's nothing wrong with having that confidence carry over from the previous year success. And then you just build upon some of the things that you learned or acquired or, or uh, did in the previous year. So well, I get the point. Yeah. You're rebuilding from, from the bottom again. But at the same token, you're really not starting at the bottom. You got a swagger about you. Well, you know. but here, here, I think this is what Clay is saying. What every coach wants because they fear the opposite. Confidence is fine. You want guys to believe, but you never want anyone to relax and get comfortable. And the danger is, is especially with young players, you have all the success, and you say, well, "We just did it." So, man, automatically that, we'll do it again. Not that you're not going to work, but you know, it's not the same. You know, when you're uncomfortable um, and there's pressure on you and there's urgency, you work harder. It's human nature. I mean, and now that can be done by external pressures, a coach or circumstances or threat of being cut or end of career, whatever the reason is. And then there's the, inter then there's the internally motivated guys that that is created all by themselves, that urgency and that discomfort. They thrive in it. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Um, you know, guys like that. I mean, Clay's Campbell, the play as long as he has, he has that in him. 
and there, Paul Pozlesny, I mean, mm-hmm. those are the type, you know, and I'm sure there's more guys on this team just not knowing them that way, but that's what you want. And so as a coach, what you fear, and Clay's has been around, so he sees it, I think what he's talking about, confidence is great and just right. It's not the same where you had no confidence, but here's the thing. If you know players, they're always confident, even when they're not very good. <laughs> and so the confidence is something you want, but don't relax. Don't say, don't take a, don't exhale, exhale and go, oh, okay. And now you just go to work and you kind of go, go through the motions a little bit. Um, have that urgency. Have the, find a way to be comfortable in uncomfortable situations. And you got to find a way to challenge yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is that, okay, you, you, you're building as an athlete. Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of interesting in a player's career when you're younger, you're, you're building because now you're starting to get exposure to different things and you're becoming smarter and then you're getting better physically and then you're starting to reach a peak. And then all of a sudden after a certain point, your, your peak has been reached, your physical skills start to decline a little bit, but your mental skills improve. So each player has to find a way to challenge himself to get better, and whether it be physically different. or mentally. Everyone's different. You know, I, I mean, I look back – you know, success early and, you know, and getting accolades and doing whatever the award, postseason awards were. For me, that was like, okay, you better work harder because they're coming for you and now you've set a standard and you better live up to it. And it's, not, mm-hmm. it's hard to maintain. And it's that's e- what you do as a team. It's easier no to get there. The maintenance is the hard part. Mm-hmm. And so individually, that's – what players have to have that mentality, but then Jeff's right. As a team, that needs to be your culture. And it's interesting. You you read a lot of stuff, and I don't know if you're going to do this around the league, but with the Patriots right now, a lot of people chirping about Bill Belichick and where's Tom Brady, Gronk doesn't know what he's doing. And because Bill Belichick believes that, and I think Tom is like this, at least he was when he was our coach, believes that he needs to create that atmosphere where everyone's uncomfortable at all mm-hmm. times. And he doesn't trust the players to do it, which – you know, now some players can do it themselves, some can't. So he creates that culture of never satisfied, uncomfortable. Tom actually said it in his speech today. It's a coach's job to make guys do what they don't want to do so they can get to where they want to go. And so it'll be interesting. You know, Doug has that bent and kind of leans towards that way and what he'll do to create discomfort. Mm-hmm. My guess is this training camp will be just as hard, if not harder, than it was last year to create that same discomfort. And and, and the best way to create discomfort, which you know pushes a team to even you know higher heights, is competition. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the ultimate way. And I think that's what really pushed the Seahawks for many years, and be very challenging for them in the years to come because they don't have that right now. But it's a fine line, and you. Can, I mean, it's it's. Uh, it'll, I'm interested to see how this team because it's still a young team. It has some veteran leadership of guys like Calais, but still young. And it's the first taste of success a lot of these guys have had in the NFL. Now, they had it in college. I mean, look at Jalen Ramsey, Florida State, and uh, you go down the list of guys who had it at the college level. But now, all of a sudden, uh, you're, you are the – not just not, – you, you're not the hunter. Hmm. You're the huntee. There's a lot of teams that, that are striving to do no, what you, they I, did last I'll year. I'll say it right yes. now. You know Bill I mean? O'Brien said it. Yes. It's about chasing the Jaguars. I talked to another assistant coach in the AFC South. He said, listen, it's all about catching the Jaguars, mm-hmm. which is a complete – now, as a player, you can't listen to that. As a team, you can't listen to that. You have to say, we are the hunter. We're going after it. But to realize – and I always thought I'd put a little extra pressure on myself at least – understand you're the hunted now too. 
You're being hunted. Everybody's coming after you. They're coming after you. And the schedule's a little harder. It, it, yes, indeed. The schedule. I don't know when they're playing who, but I just know we'll the find out in about an difficult. hour and ten minutes. Should we do a schedule again? See if we can guess one more time. <laughs> one more segment of that? No, I don't think so. We'll come back. It's so compelling the first time. I don't know why we wouldn't <laughs> go around the National Football League. Check out Jack Hennessy's Audi Jacksonville on Blanding. You can lease a beautiful new A3 from just two twenty nine a month. Head over today for details. Well, there's one game that's been announced. Yes, yeah, London, the London. Yeah. The rest will be at about that's, an hour. Uh, October 28th. That's correct. 9.30 a.m. kickoff. Eastern time. I'm heading yes. to, I'm heading to uh, London here in two months. So is JP. Yeah. I'll be there before you. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss when we return. It's Jaguars Why are you Thursday. Going? Don't worry about it. For some reason. On Jaguars Radio. I, I don't like you going there. Jaguars Thursday continues right now. Busy schedule coming up at Daly's Place. Thomas Rhett. Friday, I'm going to that. Tomorrow night. I'm going. It's sold out, man. You got tickets somehow. Got tickets. I'll be there. Names, that's one of the perks. He gets tickets because mm-hmm. his name's in the, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing. No parking spot, though. No. no. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be Ubering. And for King and Country, Friday, May 4th. Post Malone and 21 Savage, May 10th. Tickets at Daly'sPlace.com. Yeah, I'll be... Uh, I like that. Where are you sitting? Sitting down a little close? Yep. Taking the wife? Yep. Oh, date night. All right. I'll be on one of the couches. Oh, really? Oh, well. Those are fancy. Big time. Those it's are nice. Big time. Tell big us nice. more. No, that's enough. I don't want to know more. That's I got enough. This Let's go around the national. I don't like the kiss and tell. Football <laughs> League. Adam Schefter yesterday says on Twitter, Patriots quarterback Tom Brady still is not committed to playing in 2018, even though people who know him believe he will come back next season. League sources told ESPN. What That's in great. the world is this story? You know what that means is Adam Schefter hadn't uh, tweeted for a while, so he wanted to get a good tweet out. I mean, I, I mean, I, what, he's going to play. Yeah, what Adam's saying is correct. I think what I would what he said, what, the way I read what he's saying. And listen, this is his job. He's an insider trying to uh, get stories out there and create conversation. And he does an outstanding job at that. I think what he's saying is there's no official word whether he's playing or not playing. Um, is where, so really it's not a news story because there's just no report one way or another. Uh, but I'm not sure. In years past, I think it was just assumed he was playing. Now he's older. Uh, I'm not sure there's – maybe it would be interesting to find out. The timeline's any different. I'm not sure we heard a bunch from Tom Brady. In no, but I, but I think the, di- the the one difference, I think, the, the contract this year is the issue. contract issue. That's the issue. I think that's He's making the story. less money than Blake Bortles this year. Less, yeah. Wow. That's the story. That? I mean, come on. The story is, <laughs> and I think Schefter reported this earlier in the week, uh, or someone did, that the contract is an issue. You know, and, and when we talked about this, I want to say yeah, it was last, last week, week, right? I think, and yeah. I, I said at the time, I was like, you know, if if you're Tom Brady, okay, you 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 would probably be okay with making what you were making if if they were spending up to the cap and they're keeping not. quality players around. Not. But they didn't do that. They're not even spending the money that they got. Got so, rid of their number one receiver and they're starting left tackle. Yeah, so I mean, if they're doing stuff like that, and if you're Tom Brady, you're going wait a minute. And probably their number one back in Deion Lewis. I, I've been giving them, you know, the hometown discount, but we're not we're not taking advantage of the hometown discount. So if you're Tom Brady, you're going, okay, 
Better and pay I, me. I, let's go. And I think the I think the story came out because I don't think Gronk or Brady showed up to the offseason program. Right. And it's right. not abnormal for Brady. To and I don't think those. it's abnormal either. But I mean, right. but because of all the stuff going on and all right. the whispers about, you know, uh, there's not a lot of. Uh, uh, you know the peace pre- in paradise around the Belichick. I mean, people starting to say things about it. You know what they should do? Sure. Honestly, the Patriots, Robert Kraft, should basically say that we're going to try to assemble the best team that we can. Okay? And then after we're done, whatever we have left in salary cap room, we're going to pay all of it to Tom Brady. That's what they should do. Seriously. Pay him every penny that is left in their salary cap. He is the greatest of all time, and he has been underpaid. Period. He's the GOAT. Uh, Texans defensive lineman J.J. Watt was named to the annual list of the world's 100 most influential people by Time Magazine for leading that massive effort for hurricane recovery in Houston. How about that? Uh, he's, he did an amazing job. Uh, what was it, like 37, over, 37. over $37 million that he raised? Uh, did a great job, and, uh, and I hope uh, – that there, and obviously there's going to be a lot of good that comes out of that $37.5 million or whatever that was the number. Uh, but I'm also looking forward to seeing, and maybe we won't, but I hope we get to see the J.J. Watt of old back on the field. Uh, it's been really? a number of years. Like when we play him, you want to see that? Well, I mean, I want to see the Jaguars play well against him, but I would like to see him back healthy again. Well, I want know? him healthy for his own sake, but I hope we beat the you-know-what out of him. <laughs> I remember early last year, week one, he was coming off the back stuff, right? He was, was not, he was not the same kind no, of J.J. Watt even then. Wasn't the same. You know, week one last year. But, I mean, I just look. I, 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 it's now kinda, he's got a knee to go with it's, it. Well, it's kind of like the no. the deal, you know. I don't think we'll ever see the J.J. Watt we saw two, you all, three years ago. You always want to beat teams when they're at their best, and you want to beat Houston no, when, no, I just when J.J. is at his best. I, 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 I just want to beat him. I know that's coach speak. We want to beat him when they're at the best. You know, I, just no, I think as a player, I, you want to beat him. You know what I want? I want to have the most victories that wins the South and we go to the playoffs with home field. That's what I want. No, I hear you. I don't care if they all get hurt. I'm not going to argue with you on that. You think O'Brien wants the whole Jaguars defense out there? I don't think so. If they say that, it's coach speak. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, Let's see. Uh, Dwight Freeney, after 16 NFL seasons, signing a one-day contract with the Colts to retire. Hall of Famer. He's going in, huh? I mean, he may not get in right away. I think eventually – uh, his sack numbers. I mean, him and uh, where Terrell is he? Sugg, where is he on the sack Twenty-seven career sacks. I think there. like seventeenth all time. He was dominant somewhere in that range. One hundred twenty-five and a half sacks, and that's seventeenth all time. Seventeenth. Yeah, correct. Eleven of those guys are in the Hall of Fame. Tremendous. Six ahead of Mark. That's right. Tremendous number. Great player. Great get off. The the or five actually. The greatest get off I've ever seen. No. In the NFL. No. Who? Uh, Derek Thomas had a better get off. He didn't have the power to match it. With yeah. him, uh, LT, I would say I would take LT's get off an explosion of line <laughs> scrimmage over Dwight Freeney. Now, to your point, it was outstanding. But I'm yeah. saying, I mean, all time, Javon no. Curse, his first couple steps. Now he he couldn't finish it like Dwight could. Right, but he was he could. Make but if you talk about these steps, I would argue for the first three steps of their rush, John Randall off the line of scrimmage yeah, was okay. as, as good as anybody. Howie Long was good too. Now. I mean, so my Mark Gastineau would go back when he had like 20 sacks that one year. I mean, he was a mm-hmm. shot out of a, uh, a a gun. I mean, off the line. But what Dwight was amazing. He had that. Boy, he had it. And uh, Dwight Freeney was only probably two sixty five, but he had the lower body of a three hundred and fifteen pound man. Mm-hmm. It strong, was so powerful. And strong. so he had the he had one of the best spin moves ever set up off his bull. Outstanding pass rusher into Jeff's point for a man his size to get off 
allowed him to get up on offensive tackles like few have before him. Yeah, he, he was still brushing the passer last year, and yep, then, sure. then he got released, Very good and player. that was it. Jags are playing in London week eight. That's official against the Philadelphia Eagles, the world champions. The rest of the schedule coming out in an hour on NFL Network. Watch Jaguars.com so you never as well. Into- and the media draft luncheon tomorrow. Y'all going? I'll be there. What time? 12, 12 o'clock. I if you can't make it, Tony, it's on Jaguars.com. I'll watch it. I will not be Feed, there. Feed us? Yeah. It's a luncheon. Right, cool. I can, you yeah. want me to go over exactly what Tom and uh, Dave will say right now? Please. Nothing. Yeah, I can go over the whole. Uh, do we have to wrap it up, Joe? <laughs> Are we done? We're done. Should I stop talking now? Hollywood, Joe, Tony, Jeff, JP, Jaguars Thursday on Jaguars Radio. Sure? I can't talk anymore?